0: We all need to laugh We choose truth
1: over facts
0: And now for a perpetual political protest in progress
1: Judge my physical mental film, my physical as well as my mental film Fitness
0: Coffee time And welcome to the Ammo Can Coffee Social Club. Conservative Hour of Power and Enlightenment Salon. Welcome back, friends, family, members. This is Jason, and I'm joined once again by Loretta Eaton. Uh, we just had a, uh, a throng of people uh, in the shop, and they all just marched down the street. Actually, they drove, but uh, that's as close as we get to marching in Alaska. Um, They are down at the corner of the Y in Soldotna today, and they are protesting vaccine mandates. Pretty healthy club, Uh, uh, or actually group of folks. Um,
1: Well, the two corners, they're going to be at the uh, uh, Bridge Access and the Spur Highway, too. Yeah, they have some folks out in Kenai as well. So anybody wants to show up there...
0: Well, they'll get this notice late oh, that's
1: true <laughs> but you you've this got is not live radio no, but that's i was
0: it would be awesome if it was yeah but um so uh you know a lot of stuff going on this week, and people getting pretty hot and bothered and upset about the trending um direction of our government and our feckless leaders and mm-hmm. um so we've got uh we got some stuff to cover today uh we were gonna have a guest who recently had someone close to them perish and um they had taken the vaccine, and it was the vaccine that killed them
1: oh so for okay so and, it wasn't okay and,
0: and but then they have a story, another story from earlier in the year where they had a a somebody. They knew who went into the hospital, and the hospital killed them, and they were afraid that the hospital was going to kill them um, because of some past um, patients that had experienced uh, a certain level of care and treatment and also perished. So we are still going to work to get that guest on, Um, understandably there's a little hesitancy to tell the story because if you uh go out and expose what's happening in our medical institutions and then god forbid you need medical care and find yourself in the hands of those who if you've just uh exposed for maybe not being as scientific and objective and professional as they should be uh that's kind of a scary situation to find yourself in. so
1: it was covid the first,
0: both of them were, were and, and related to the ongoing COVID. Uh,
1: and they felt in the, um, not the mistreatment, they weren't offered options that they that were out there. Making. Actually, Is denied that? options. Denied asked, options. Asked
0: asked for mm-hmm. some options and. Denied those options because because doctor doctor knows best. Yeah.
1: Oh, like the one that the health minister in Japan just uh, advised uh, his entire population that they could start taking ivermectin. That one.
0: What What does he know?
1: Oh, I I don't know. I mean, I don't well, he, quite he, know the population. He doesn't work of Japan. for Dr.
0: Fauci, so can we yeah. trust him?
1: Uh, no, no. Just let me. I'm just going to Google the population of Japan because I, I don't like you know this is one thing. I didn't look, but you know, I mean, I'm sure that that. Uh, He's got to be sort of right. So there's you know? there's a
0: rising storm. There's a there's a there's a, there's a storm coming, and um, I don't know what the catalyst is going to be, but you know how you can feel a pressure change right before the rain. Yep. I'm I'm sensing a cultural social pressure change. Yeah. It, and I I think the Biden. Harris administration is scrambling because I think they feel it too and their uh, their control you know it's interesting you bring up the uh, Japanese health minister just prior to the podcast Um, I had heard some things this week and so I did a little bit of independent uh, investigation looking and all you have to do is put in the search word ivermectin
1: yep yep
0: Approved, And look at the avalanche of countries now rushing yeah. to say, oh, well, maybe, yeah. maybe we should have been a little less eager to besmirch the uh, benefits of this well-known, very cheap, very effective drug.
1: Oh, by the way, Japan has a hundred and twenty five million population
0: and a hundred
1: and twenty five million and you know when so, I
0: was in high school, yeah, I went yeah. to Japan, yeah, there is no such thing as social distancing no in Japan, no. but there I, might be that one lonely fisherman, yeah, but everybody else is crammed together on trains they 're so yeah. tightly packed that they have to push them off, yeah, and you don 't want to be anywhere near the no. door when they stop at a depot that 's not we, yours because you're going out
1: but we had people that really admired uh you know, Southeast Asia because of their masking and they do wear masks. I have to admit, I was in Japan almost 40 years ago. And even back then they were wearing masks 40 years ago. So it's a thing. So if we're going to admire them for their mask wearing, see, you can't have, like they've always told us, you know, you've, you've got to have it all the whole way. You know, you can't admire them for their mask wearing. And then when the health minister comes out and says, well, gee, maybe we should be taking ivermectin too. You can't say, well, no, you're wrong now.
0: Well, you know, the the Japanese, um, if we were talking about like, I don't know, Lithuania or (laughs) some other obscure sort of emerging country and their health minister came out and said something, we could say, well, who was that guy? You know, I mean, what's her, what are his credentials? But Japan is a different place for the last, oh, I guess 10 years, eight, eight to 10 years, I've been organizing. I, I actually stepped down this year, but uh, I've organized an international exchange program for the mm. national 4-H program. Mm. 4-H got too woke for me, and um, so I decided just to walk away.
1: Another one, another one b- bites the dust. Yeah, God, yeah. you know.
0: So, um, lots of good people in 4-H. Uh, really, the the power of 4-H is the parents and the kids. It's just the stinking university professionals. There are mm-hmm. some good ones out there, but their numbers are dwindling. Mm-hmm. And the woke crowd is slowly and insidiously taking over. And I know that if any of my former colleagues were to hear me say this, their heads would explode. But it's true. It's yeah. true. The, the idea of academic freedom and in inquiry uh, being the goal of universities, um, that does not exist in nearly all campuses today, with that public institutions, I'll say. But uh, the point is, I, I ran this program, and every year I would bring somewhere between, I think our lowest year was 15 kids, and our highest year we had somewhere close to 30, 30 with the majority of those kids being Japanese. And I was a, I was a product of that program myself. Yeah. As a yeah. as a young man, I traveled to Japan with that program. Oh. It was awesome. And, um, you know, one thing that we all observed, and every year we'd go back to a big conference, and, and they would point this out, is that the Japanese are very concerned about their health, very health-conscious, very health-minded, so much so that we would get the profiles of these kids that are coming over, and as we're... Working with our local host families to pick out, you know, which kid they're going to host for the summer or whatever. Um, You'd always find this like long list of things, medical issues. Mm. When when it said medical issues, they would say allergy to dust. (laughs) (laughs) You know, something as minor as an allergy to To dust. dust. I mean, dust makes me sneeze. Yeah. I don't consider it an allergy. But um, we would sometimes joke. That it was approaching the level of hypochondriacal. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just paranoid about your health. That's well,
1: they, they've also got one of the lowest obesity rates in the, in the world. And they've got one of the, the I think, the, longe- the longevity. They've got one of the highest uh, rates of that. You know, and they've got they've got some other factors. They drink green are, tea. Well, but they, you know, their heart rate is low. They've got a lot of stuff.
0: Their that women never age.
1: Well, <laughs> everybody ages. I'll tell you that. Well, well but
0: I'll tell you what. I mean, I have met some just drop dead gorgeous yeah. ladies that are in their fifties yeah. and sixties and s- y- even seventies that are Japanese, Japanese. Yeah. and and you have yeah. to look at the way that yeah. they live yeah. and what they eat yeah. and and how they take care of themselves, and yeah. and you know. If, if we as Americans were to do yeah, even half, half of, of that, that. So, imagine all the problems that we would not so, have. So
1: maybe what we're saying is uh, we need to give kudos to Mayor Pierce. Hang in there, because he's done it right. Um, I saw, and I, I get this feed, this news feed, and I, it's not Must Watch Alaska or The, the, the Watchman, but it's his other Alaska news feed that's quite liberal. And they're starting to go after him. And I think he needs to... If if you're reading stuff, don't read it, please. Keep fighting the good fight because you're on the right path. Or read
0: or read it and understand it. For, yeah. Recognize yeah. it for what it is.
1: Yeah. And uh, you know maybe uh, Ann Zinc needs to take a page and study what the health minister for 125 million people has recommended. Study you know,
0: doesn't that involve work? Well, I don't know, but I, I get the uh, I get the strong sense that that uh, people like Ann Zink, you know, even though she's a doctor and mm-hmm. had a practice or has a practice, I'm not sure if she's still actively practicing.
1: No, sometimes we... But be, it seems yeah. that
0: she's very underinformed, or or willingly complicit in promoting a lie.
1: Well, I get, I, I don't quite understand, and I don't think any of us understand until you're in it. Just Jason, like you said, when you went to Juno, you saw the... Um, where the roadblocks were, and it wasn't the people that we sent; it was things like committees. It was the things like, you know, who oh, had, it was some
0: of the people we sent too. <laughs> yeah,
1: but but a lot of it was the way they could funnel money to things. And I don't know what constraints Ann Zinc is under, and I don't know how much. And it, let's put it in our brain. Maybe some of the funding. You that, think Ann
0: Zinc has constraints?
1: Well, I'm sure that the state of Alaska has constraints. I bet you some of that money that's being funneled from the federal government is if they don't follow CDC.
0: How much money was that again? We brought that up on two, the first podcast in ago. the
1: first round of money that it, this is um, the money that President Trump appropriated. So it was in 2020. The state of Alaska and this was from something called Becker's Hospital Review, and you can go look it up. I, I don't have the paper; I gave it away. But the state of Alaska got three hundred thousand. Dollars per COVID case, per COVID case, and there was a formula that they used. And every state was different. You've got to understand some that, states. That's
0: a powerful incentive.
1: It's a very powerful incentive. And I never got into the. I was so appalled by the three hundred thousand. I never looked at the rest of it. But there were some states, really big states, because of the way the uh, you know um, the Medicare, Medicaid. It, it was a formula, right? Some states only got ten or twelve thousand, and I wonder if you looked at it, if say a state like Florida did not get as much money per COVID case.
0: But Florida doesn't have a Murkowski.
1: Well, I I don't think this was this was not decided by any of our senators. This oh, was you better believe
0: that that things at at the national level so with how you vote.
1: So you really think that Dan how, Sullivan and
0: determines how you get funded? Well, that oh is, yeah,
1: that is sad because what it's done is is if this is one of the things that's constraining Ann Zink and Dun, Governor Dunleavy. You, we've been held hostage, and we, he needs to let us go because it's not worth the three hundred thousand dollars per COVID case. It's not worth it. It's in, not when you get the adverse effects. Not when you get a country like Japan with a population of one hundred and twenty five million people, that's almost a third of the population of Ca- of the United States. And they've said, "Go take ivermectin." it It, it helps. It, he said it looks like it helps. And And you know, you've got to, you've got to start being an individual. Alaska for all the states, it's its individuals we're not. We're just so many people in this pro- state are just standing up and saying, "Okay, I'll believe everything they tell me." And it it's not true.
0: Well, I want to go back to something you said you called out uh and applauded Mayor Charlie Pierce for the Kenai Peninsula mm-hmm. Borough um for his position, his recent position on Ivermectin. And there's a story in the Clarion newspaper. <laughs> now this is curious. This is curious. I wrote an open letter and I'll read that in a minute. Okay. But I wrote an open letter to the owner All right. of the Peninsula Clarion and Homer News uh-huh. uh day before yesterday. And I disseminated that um on social media. So who knows, maybe three people see it. But um so, The printed headline. Now, I had the paper here, but I threw it away in disgust, and I wish I hadn't have done that Mm. because I I needed it for reference material. Uh, But the printed headline had a headline that basically said, Borough Mayor promotes debunked COVID treatments. Debunked. Debunked. And then it went on to have a sub, a subtitle that said, Defends or doubles down or something. I, I can't remember now the exact working okay. wording. Uh, the use of horse dewormer.
1: But it's not. It's not a horse dewormer. Horse
0: dewormer. A horse dewormer.
1: <gasps> Who wrote this? They need to go... They need to... Okay.
0: Well, so I went online. I went to the Clarion online to try and find the story since I couldn't put my hands on the print.
1: hmm
0: Well, it seems that, that the... Uh, The title has changed.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
0: Online. Okay. Yeah. So it still says Borough Mayor promotes debunked COVID treatments. Yeah. But now it says Pierce defends ivermectin as potential virus med, proposes local clinical trials. Says nothing about horse dewormer. Now, maybe, now I looked through the clarion to see if there was another story that I was missing, but I couldn't find one. But they lead in the story with. Livestock supply stores in the area have received numerous inquiries about the anti-parasitic deworming drug ivermectin in recent weeks, which has been heralded by some as a possible possible COVID-19 treatment medication despite being widely discredited by health officials. Widely discredited. Uh, Again,
1: let's talk about the health minister of Japan.
0: Is there a modicum? Of 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 even 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 a faint hint of journalistic integrity in that entire building in Kenai.
1: No, and it you know it's interesting because this may be a phenomenon that a guy called Craig Medred talks about. And Craig Medred used to work for the Anchorage Daily News. He was the outdoor sports reporter, and he also did some political stuff. He's got an online blog now, and he talks about. it, And I don't I know nothing about the. Um, News industry, but he said that his understanding is that a lot of these reporters don't actually report; they just regurgitate stuff put out by the different departments.
0: So they're lazy.
1: Yeah, so they're lazy, and lazy. so if this is something that which the which CBC is closely
0: usually associated with ignorant.
1: Well, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it, he, he usually uh, three or four times a year will write an article where he, he dissects a news report that's come out. And he said, this has come out from this department and this has come out from that department. And they essentially just take stuff, either, where the, either the police department or somebody, add a few words and stick it in there. They really don't do the research.
0: Or if they're not lazy, yeah ignorant, ignorant. What's They've, the alternative? Well, They've got an agenda. Got the an alternative agenda. is they are willingly complicit mm-hmm. in promoting yeah. a lie.
1: Because how would, the, how would the clarion have that story and the similar one in this news feed?
0: You know what, happens, of, you know what it, happens? It's almost word for word is to what people, they said. History shows us yeah. that when the pendulum swings, mm. the people who are found to have knowingly, yeah. willingly... Promoted practices yeah. that result in the deaths of people are held to account.
1: Well, either on this if, earth or another.
0: Well, we know that they will be held to account in the other. Mm-hmm. But on this earth, so you know, um, so for the last couple years, the Clarion they have some great sales staff. I don't, I don't blame everybody at the Clarion for what's printed. You have a couple people at the top that call the shots and a couple of unfortunate schmooze that need a paycheck and like like working for the newspaper. And some of them agree with it, some of them don't, uh, but it's a job. So you do what your employer asks you to do. But uh, for good, bad, or otherwise, the Clarion has given us newspapers. Just given us newspapers on a pretty regular basis to throw around the coffee shop and let our patrons read. And and you know why they give them to you? We've never sold them.
1: But you know why they give them to
0: you? Because they can't sell them. Yes. yes. And
1: And I actually don't blame the reporters because I think they if they've got any kind of a journalism degree, they've been indoctrinated from the day they Whoa, walked in. Oh, no,
0: no, no. To the day I, walked
1: out. I blame I, the editors. I
0: blame the, I blame the reporters. Oh, you do? They are complicit. Eh. They are hooked at the hip with their editors. The editors hire like-minded people. Yeah, but you really think those in full, young people... Full transparency, they're... I will tell you, I once worked mm. for...
1: The Clarion? The
0: Peninsula Clarion. Oh no. oh, no. Right when I got out of college, <laughs> I got really ticked off at a local businessman who got all up in my grill. Uh-huh. And uh, was really unreasonable. He was flying a flag that was massive. Uh And on Memorial Day, that flag was ripped all the way up to the grommets in three places. Mm. And I saw that, and I thought, you know, he probably doesn't mean to do that. I'm going to go ask him to retire the flag. So I very, very genuinely and very kindly walked into his (laughs) shop and said, hey, I couldn't help but notice him when I was driving by that your flag needs retired. Uh-huh. It's Memorial Day. Would you mind changing it out? He chest me all the way out the door oh. and, and it cussed me out. There were customers around, right? Yeah. I fly the nicest flag in town. Well, I got mad.
1: Yeah.
0: And like I sometimes 't get Jason mad once. Sometimes <laughs> when I, like I sometimes do when I get mad I sat yeah. down and I put pen to paper. Ooh. And this was before the proliferation of the internet. This was a long
1: time ago. Oh no
0: um my children would have been completely lost in that age they wouldn't know what to do no they would have had to go to the library and look in a book in a book oh no a book a
1: b-o-o-k right there
0: reports and use uh the index and and use things like uh the dewey decimal system
1: and a pen and paper maybe too
0: yeah Yeah, possibly yeah possibly so long story short i I took it down to the clarion and I was going to submit it as a letter to the editor, Mm -hmm. but I was out of work. (laughs) So I said, I said, uh, and by that time I kind of chewed on it, that maybe I'm not going to submit this long story short. I submitted as a work sample, got hired, Uh worked there for a couple months, saw how news was made, made and, um, you know, I got fired from that job. Uh, but, uh, Probably it did a, you some good. It was a good learning lesson. And, and to this day, whenever I write, I try to never use the word that. The editor told me that that is a useless word. And uh, that is, uh, brings no value to any sentence.
1: I'm going to have to think on that. Yeah. Because there, I think are you're going to think
0: on that. <laughs> I mean, how do you remove that from everyday there, speech?
1: There's some places where it's appropriate, I have a feeling
0: but you know know, i I I worked for the clarion i saw that you know and so i have always had this sort of i don't know nostalgic sort of connection to the paper and when the reporters call i'm like yeah i'll help you out Mm -hmm. you know i remember being that guy wanting to you Mm -hmm. know talk to people and people get cagey when you want to ask them questions Mm -hmm. and so i've always tried to maintain kind of an open position with the media but they really, really screwed up mm-hmm. um, recently, and uh, I have, I have an email that I sent oh, as let's hear this. as an open letter. I have to open the right. Uh, I got about a thousand windows open. Now, did here. you
1: get angry before you wrote it or after you wrote it? Well, or? you know,
0: I, 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 I chewed on it. I, okay. That's something I've learned over time: is yeah. is uh, chew your food. Yeah. Because if you don't chew your food, you'll probably choke on it. Yep. And I think that goes along with letters. Chew on your words before you uh, launch. So this is the letter. It says, Mr. Hayden. Hayden, Mr. Hayden is the owner of the paper. Okay. I said, this is an open letter. And my opinion, based on personal experiences with your staff and my perspective as I read the stories published by your paper, The Peninsula Clarion. Mm -hmm. A couple months ago, your reporter Ashlyn O'Hare requested permission to cover an event sponsored by a third-party organization scheduled to take place at our coffee shop. Since we recently became a private social club and were not the organizing party holding the event, I told Ms. O'Hare she would need to become a member, come as the invited guest of a member, or as a guest of the organization holding the event. Long story short, she was dishonest mm. and asserted she was an invited guest of the Kenai Peninsula Borough School District board member, Matt Morse. When I contacted Mr. Morse to confirm, he said Ms. O'Hara was told he would not object to her being at the event, but she would first need to receive the invite or permission from the club and the event organizer which she did not do. (laughs) We were dismayed and frustrated by this interaction with Miss O'Hare and her lack of personal and journalistic integrity and are increasingly disturbed by the single-sided politically and opinion-driven reporting conducted by your reporters and editorial staff in their creation of the quote-unquote news. On your web page, you claim the shared passion for community and award-winning journalism is the driving force behind the Peninsula Clarion being so much more mm. than a daily paper and truly bringing community home. I'm not quite sure what that means. It's, I mean, it's, 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 a a word, lot, it's a word salad. It's a lot of fluffery.
1: Yeah, it, it doesn't mean anything. Right, it just sounds right. good.
0: It's, it's not committing to anything it, for the community. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, one would think the community's already home. Yeah. So uh, while this statement seems altruistic on its face, it is clear to many, you and your newsroom staff only share a passion for a community made in your own image. Yes. Yeah. And those with differing perspectives, information sources, politics, or labels, or I'm sorry, or beliefs, separated, separate from your own, will not receive balanced consideration or treatment by your publication. This week I talked with your sales rep, Kristen Barnowski, and informed her our shop will no longer accept or promote the paper, (laughs) nor will we advertise or utilize the paper's free community notification services. We will also not allow any of your reporters access to the shop or our private events. Finally, we will advocate for our rapidly growing membership and connected community members and business affiliates to boycott your publication. Yep. It is my sincere hope you take this letter to heart and consider consider making necessary administrative changes to provide a balanced ethically derived and well investigated presentation of the issues and stories impacting our community. Having opinion pages within the newspaper is both expected and appropriate. Spinning every news story in the paper to fit a particular political position is unbecoming and lowers your publication and credibility and stature below the notoriety enjoyed by the National Enquirer (laughs) <laughs> and the Weekly World News. The saving grace of these tabloids is that they don't pretend to be a legitimate source of investigative reporting and journalism.
1: And you know, sometimes they actually really do report things. Yeah, it, which, which is, is which is shocking when it which happens. Is, which is actually scary.
0: I welcome your feedback and look forward to the day in which we can once again carry your paper and utilize the page's To promote our business and events, respectfully, Jason Floyd, President of AmoCan Coffee LLC. Yeah. So we have to grab the microphone back. Yes. The fact that Dr. Fauci's wife works for the NIH. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's uh, you know, you don't have to look far into the, the ruling uh, bureaucrats that govern and regulate us, in this case, to death.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: To find incest and nepotism and cronyism, fraud, theft, and crime.
1: But they all, it, it's so interconnected. You know, there was a lady earlier in here, and she said, the rich get richer, and I said, no. I, we've got to stop using that. Because yeah, this is it's not class not, warfare. Th- this is, n- and it's not necessarily the rich because the people that are in power right now are already grooming those below them to take their positions and 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 they're not rich right now these young people because they are young they're in their 20s some of these people are in their 20s they haven't
0: made their deal with Pfizer yet
1: they haven't made their deal whether with Pfizer whether a military industrial complex or the medical industrial complex they haven't made their deal yet they've not been brought into it and they are on their way to be being wealthy but we've got to get this out of our head that it's because there are some wealthy people that are conservatives but they're being shot down. They're being shut down, and we've—it—it it, it truly is about a group of people that think they are elite, that think they know more than we know, that aren't afraid to. And it could be someone as simple as the editor of the newspaper. And I don't know whether he's wealthy or not. I have no idea. I don't care. But the fact that they thought that they could edit later that headline is terrifying.
0: If that indeed did happen, like I said, I I couldn't find any other story, so that's my assumption. Yeah, but
1: but it's it's happened more often than not. It's happened more often than not. Yeah, and I actually and
0: and the school board, yeah, (laughs) the school board and school administration are known for doing this. Well, on their publications after they. Yeah. meet a bunch of resistance and don't want a record of what they've done
1: well it's it's not the way it's supposed to work it's like hard copies of things ladies and gentlemen buy books store them I mean anytime you find an old book keep it I have books from the 40s the 50s I have history books from the 40s and the 50s because I actually think that's real history well, it's, that, not, that it's reminds not redone me,
0: that reminds me what you're saying is is get print print get, get tangible something yes. you can hold in your hand that doesn't go away when the power goes out yeah so yep. a quick reminder, last, uh, the last regular episode we had, we spoke with Bruce Walden, mm-hmm. the publisher of the Alaska Times. We have the second edition of a brand new conservative newspaper being produced out of the Valley. I have over 300 copies of it here at the Amal Coffee Social Club on the Spur Highway in Soldatna. We encourage you to come in and grab one. If you want to leave a donation of $1.25, that's awesome. It's not required. And so, you know, we have to stop spending money yes. to bolster the bank accounts of people who are very obviously our enemies. And I don't use that word enemy lightly because words have meanings. Yep. But when an organization like the Peninsula Clarion ignores... Yeah. A worldwide trend. Even if they had said that, Charlie Pierce joins a long list <laughs> yes. of of uh, internationally totally. recognized leaders. Although we think he's full of hot air, yeah, you know, if they want to yeah. spend it after that, but if they at least acknowledge yeah. Yeah. this growing trend, I'm, I'm looking at a story right now: COVID deaths plunge after Mes- Mexico City introduces uh, ivermectin. ivermectin. Well, they do have a lot of horses. Yeah, in Mexico yeah, City. I
1: guess. I guess. I this was
0: published and written by um, uh, WND This was published back in June mm-hmm. of this year.
1: Ivermectin has been a, has been looked at since the summer of last year. Almost a year ago, I started seeing stories about this. Hydroxychloroquine was definitely uh, April, May, June of last year started coming out with it. You
0: know what's crazy is local local pharmacists uh-huh.
1: will not prescribe will not prescribe it. it. Yeah. Local doctors well the will phar- not the pharmacy in Homer it. will prescribe ivermectin. Right, Ivermintin. right. There are
0: very few, very few. places yeah. now. I have a friend who has mm-hmm. COVID right now. Okay, and you all will recognize her name, April Orth.
1: Oh, she does.
0: She was she was one of our okay. speakers a couple of episodes ago. She has it right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She found that there is a group, a network mm-hmm. of ten doctors in mm-hmm. Anchorage, who you can call. Oh, really? And they will prescribe will, will hydroxychloroquine he- and ivermectin, and more than that. There are Mayor Charlie Pierce talked about uh, a pharmacy in Texas that will ship you yeah. the script or ship you your prescription. There's also one in Florida. So isn't it a shame that we have to go outside our state to get medicine? So this is why I say Ann Zink. Yeah. yeah. Ann Zink is one of those people. Yeah. And Governor Dunleavy. Yeah. Who are willingly complicit.
1: Yes, they are.
0: In spreading a lie that is leading to the completely preventable mm-hmm. or nearly completely preventable deaths of Alaskans. Mm-hmm. This is on their watch. They cannot deny it.
1: But they've got the backing of the CDC, and I for honestly think—I honestly think, Jason, it's tied to the funding that the state of Alaska is getting. And I think they're told very clearly that if you advocate for any of these unauthorized uh, 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 medications, that we're going to relook at how much you get and it 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 should not be about that because the if you know if they would have been able to get better control of this if we knew if we knew that say hey you take ivermectin you take hydroxychloroquine it decreases the severity of the illness it it boosts your immune system we might get alaskans that are willing to go back to normal and live a normal life and we need to and they're the roadblock in the way it's not the illness it's our elite is the it's a roadblock the well, illness and and, is and not.
0: i and i implore you know i mean we we had uh, earlier mm-hmm. this week we had a mm-hmm. special episode with Garrett Ennis and i'll go ahead and okay. plug what Garrett is doing um so yes there's a protest today mm-hmm. but there's also going to be a protest on September 19th okay and this is in partnership with D Day okay. which is uh American Demonstration Day okay and um so there's going to be an opportunity for that to happen. But as I was talking with Garrett, you know, he talked about how he actually comes from a more liberal perspective. He's sort of a bohemian musician, mm-hmm. right? And his pathway to becoming more conservative was really unexpected. He became conservative after he watched Fahrenheit 9-11
1: Okay, I vaguely remember that, I guess by
0: Michael Moore
1: oh, okay, right, okay. the guy who yeah. rails against gun yeah. ownership, but then yeah. his
0: bodyguards get arrested for yeah. having unlicensed firearms, yeah. Yeah. so you know, Garrett is saying, you don't have to accept the label given to you he said i he still has more libertarian leanings, yeah, so he's he's more liberal yeah in.
1: A lot of things, probably. A number of perspectives.
0: Yep. But you know what? We agree on the fundamental idea that liberty... Yes. Freedom. One's right to self-determination... Yes. ...shall not be infringed yep. by any man. Yes. That is empireal acknowledgement number one. Yeah. The first guiding principle of three yep. four. Membership in mm-hmm. the Amokan Coffee Social Club. But that is one of the reasons why we wrote that down. Yeah. And we implore, we beg, we ask our more liberal friends and neighbors, colleagues, mm-hmm. community members to step back from the cliff for half a second and say, how is it that the developing world has better outcomes with COVID mitigation than the United States, which arguably has the most advanced medical care in the world? And honestly, then ask yourself, how can this be? Mm -hmm. What could be the motive behind it? Who could be pulling the strings and while maybe there is a selfish sort of uh, satisfaction in saying, well, it's my party that's pulling the strings, the reality of history is that pendulum swing. Mm-hmm. And if you allow tyranny to exist at this time, at this level, it's, it will exist again and next time.
1: yeah,
0: It's not going to be in your favor. No,
1: it... it, it, it. And that's what they forget. They forget. That so
0: we need to join hands as neighbors. <clears throat> we can still have our varying political beliefs and divisions. But in this story, real quick, I'm going to read a, uh, a section of it. it. Says a citywide initiative in Mexico City to prescribe ivermectin to COVID-19 patients resulted in a plunge in hospitalizations and deaths. Two studies found hospitalizations were down as much as 76%, according to research by the Mexican Digital Agency for Public Innovation, Mexico's Ministry of Health, and the Mexican Social Security Institute, according to a trial site news report highlighted by LifeSite News. Mm -hmm. Earlier this month, as WND reported, that's N-D. <laughs> a significant decrease in cases in India yeah. coincided with the National Health Ministry's promotion of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine treatments. In Mexico City, after a spike in cases in December, the city's Minister of Health created a home treatment kit for residents. The city's metro population, Mexico City is the largest city in the world. Isn't it like a... 22 million people mm. in mexico so again
1: and zinc heads up heads up and zinc you know
0: nothing to see here these are no, not the droids no. you're looking for no. so
1: so far we've got you know over a billion two billion people taking ivermectin
0: something that's also um mysteriously mm. missing from this new reporting on the delta variant mm. rolling tickers of death You remember the ticker of death? Oh, yeah, because it's... Every day. Yeah. Another one bit the dust today, folks. Uh, Be very afraid. Tighten your mask. Wear a second mask. I
1: I just assumed that was because Joe Biden became president and all death stopped. Wrap your children in
0: in sanitary wipes. Yeah. You know, Um, but there's no ticker of death anymore.
1: You know, because they don't care.
0: There's no daily ticker of death.
1: They actually don't care. They never did care.
0: So, you know... um, this is a call to action for those who are listening. Do not remain socially and politically asleep. No. You must. Yeah. You must wake up, rub the sleep out of your eyes, stretch your arms, throw your feet over the bed, land them firmly on the floor, find your center of gravity, and walk out that door. Yeah. Walk out that door with the determination... To say today is the day yeah. that I become part of the solution, not a victim, yeah. and not a contributor to the problem.
1: You know, and if um, I, I've, if we think it's not going to go that far, you just need to look at Canada, uh, in British Columbia. There was a boy that was denied treatment at a medical facility because he was not vaccinated, and that's what happened. because that we, makes sense. Because that makes sense, and he wasn't. It wasn't COVID treatment. It was a he had a broken leg or something, or twi- a sprained. Um, Australia is now building its second quarantine facility. Second quarantine facility.
0: Do they have re-education uh, no, divisions but, but within those? W-
1: the question I have to ask is if they're um, if they're, all the things that they've done up to this point is to uh, eliminate COVID, and why are they building quarantine facilities? And these are huge facilities. The second facility I saw is 1,000 people. And these are, not, these are not nationwide. These are different. They have states there. This is one of the states It's on the 2nd. So they obviously have an idea that this is going to continue. Everything that they've done is of no value. They're, they actually have a policy of no COVID. So if there's, And there's only several hundred cases in Australia. It's got nothing. And so it shows you that when the minute they, they release that, you know, some of these uh, barriers that they put up, prohibitions that the COVID is there and people do get it and they do get sick so if the people that are sitting at home saying well I'm vaccinated and it's going to go away no Israel proves that the vaccination doesn't help
0: they're the most highly vaccinated country in the world arguably
1: and they've actually I've read I've read a couple articles that said they think they've gone into what's called ADE which is antibody dependent enhancement which is only happens in people that are vaccinated, sweethearts. You know, if you think that... And that
0: that, means when you say dependent enhancement, now you have customers for life.
1: Yes. And so...
0: I think we talked about that in like the second episode. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be interesting if you could create well they have something they
1: have and if you if you doubt this look up something called merrick's disease which is a, a a chicken virus and they've created a nightmare with that them creating this leaky virus that the virus managed to to go around and it became much more lethal to the point where now you have to vaccinate all chickens you can't not not i'm asking those that are vaccinated is that the position you want to put yourself in and, and your children. Why would you do that to a children? If you, your children? If you have a 12-year-old, why would you vaccinate them? Find five years down the road that this ADE does exist. You've just... You've just re-
0: We've said it before. It's okay because, I mean, if you're in you're one of those unfortunate statistics that has an adverse reaction, well, you did it for the rest of us. Thank you.
1: Well, and the adverse reactions are not as um, infrequent as they say they're not as infrequent you mean
0: they're not reporting the full details they're not
1: reporting them then because they've convinced people and i follow a telegram site that talks about ad, COVID adverse effects and they have people that actually well you know i have bell's palsy i have guillain bar syndrome but it was worth it because i took it for my family I, I i took the vaccine you know and on the other hand you have people that said hey i got the one shot this is what happened you're not coming near me. So well, we have some wise people, but you still have people that have, you know,
0: well, let's talk about drunk the Kool-Aid. Well, let's, let's talk about Japan for a minute. This was uh, published nine days ago by Ron Klutz. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's, uh, hopefully he's not a bumbling journalist. That would be ironic. Ironic. Um, so he says, uh, green light for ivermectin in Japan. This is an article at G News where he said an article at G News reports on announcement, an announcement by dr. Ozaki chairman yeah. of the Tokyo Metropolitan Medical Association Green light for ivermectin in Japan yep yeah. his uh his uh he's he he's really actually a great writer here he's saying the experts in italics are my um uh Excerpts are in italics, and his are in bold. Yeah. So he he's he's uh, helping us sort of sift out what is his opinion and what is uh, what this Mr. Ozaki said. But mm-hmm. so but he says, since Tokyo's Summer Olympic Games ended in August 2021, the urgent status of the pandemic as Japan is now in its worst stage of the COVID-19 pandemic. Since the onset of the crisis in such a megacity of 14 million, I don't think English is this guy's first language. Mm. Most recently, a record number of new cases were reported uh, at 20,140 people on August 14th. Deaths aren't as high as successive waves of the pandemic from February 21st or 2021 to the end of May, but nerves are frayed with record numbers of infections. Dr. Ozaki, the chairman of the Tokyo Metropolitan Medical Association, recently led an emergency press conference on August 13th. Dr. Hauru Ozaki shared these 18,000 new infections. Uh, shared those 18,000 new infections are reported daily. However, the death count has eased as compared to previous surges. How to deal with the current dilemma is a huge challenge to the Japanese government and medical agencies. Fortunately. India has an excellent testimonial. <laughs> since April 28th, Indian medical officials started providing hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin to its massive population. As India is the major pharmaceutical manufacturer in the world, mm-hmm. they were ready for this massive drought distribution. Miraculously, COVID cases have plummeted quickly since then, thanks to the new rules. Mm-hmm. Dr. Ozaki declared that ivermectin has demonstrated significant benefits in reducing infections and deaths where the regime uh, regimen is proto- prophylactically administered for an, uh, another infection. Mm-hmm. With the encouraging medical data from ivermectin, clinical trials reports worldwide, especially the one from the FLCCC of U.S.
1: Yeah, frontline frontline doctors.
0: And the BIRD, B I R D of UK, the head of the Metropolitan Medical Association, declared that while clinical trials were important, it was time to greenlight doctors. Yeah. Greenlight doctors. So doctors have been red lighted over there. Mm-hmm. And the question is have they been red lighted here?
1: Of course they have. And they, they've either done it through their um, medical malpractice insurance or their licensing departments or something. And and Mayor Pierce said that too. He said it seems like they've gotten together and they've made decision to not provide these. But then on the other hand, they've given an uh, you know emergency use authorization to a vaccine or a jab or a medical treatment that they really never knew. They've got they've got tens of years of information on ivermectin. They've got tens of years on hydroxychloroquine. It's used, I believe, in... got like 50 years on hydroxychloroquine. because it's used to treat malaria.
0: And I've taken it twice, both times I traveled to Haiti.
1: Yeah, but they, they, you know, and... There's nothing wrong with me. And, and... and (laughs) He's twitching here. As I twitch. twitch. (laughs) And there's lots of times where doctors use stuff off... um, you know, off recommendations. I don't know there's a word for it. But, you know, doctors will try all kinds of things. Off-label. Off-label. But now for this one, we're not even letting them try. Even at maybe modest doses or even healthy people prophylactically to say, hey, you're going into a situation, you know, where you, you, you're going to be around a lot of people. And, and by the way, I, I'm going to disclose, my husband and I take ivermectin, and we've got it from a pharmacy.
0: You didn't get it from the feed store?
1: No, but I have that as backup. <laughs> I'm very serious because I've researched it. And I think um, they
0: don't they apply that like with a huge syringe down the throat.
1: It it comes as a paste. We used oh, to give. Paste. We okay. used to give this. We used to have animals. So okay. I'm not afraid of these medications. You know, I'm here's just,
0: here's the other thing that bothers me about the Clarion story is that uh, you know on that initial print version where yeah. they say, well, horse dewormer. well. It's used for
1: people too.
0: Yeah, it was it was uh it was developed for treating roundworm. Yeah. Which is a, a worm that works its way into yeah. your body through your feet. Yeah. When you're walking yeah. barefoot around. And but uh you know how many other drugs? Yeah are approved for human use but also can be used in veterinary situations
1: no and this is why i'm not afraid of this because these people are ignorant i've we've raised steers we've had goats we've had chickens we've had llamas we've had alpacas i've had dogs i've had cats
0: i knew you were a closet redneck
1: i'm a closet redneck and i tell you you go and for a lot of stuff you go to the vet and they give you human medication and you go what 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 is this i take this Right. And they go, "Well, no." And from,
0: Ibuprofen? What?
1: Well, not only Ibuprofen, <laughs> but really, you know, any a lot of the anxiety medications that you give to dogs are human. Like they you can give cuz I have a dog that has like anxiety and, and oh, I
0: thought you were going to say you had anxiety. No,
1: no, but he has his <laughs> anxiety and she, Which would
0: be totally fine.
1: No, I don't. I don't I don't
0: Just cuz you're paranoid no, doesn't just mean you're paranoid, wrong. Yeah.
1: But <laughs> After a while, you start to realize that, first of all, a lot of this stuff was tested on animals. And it transfers, because that's who the test subjects were originally were. A lot of it's dogs and sometimes cats and things like that. But if you look at it, you can do basic research. And that implies knowing how to read and knowing how to look up words in dictionaries. And you can look that up. But no, and I'm not understanding. First of all, they're doing that to demean people. To say horse dewormer, right? That's what they're doing. They're do- to make you right. humiliated. To if have you even people consider this, you're a moron. Or well, you're a moron because you're using it. You're a moron. It. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not. I've done more research than a lot of people. And the 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 jab, the medical treatment, it's not a vaccination. When you've got the the developer of the mRNA. Whatever that is. He's come out and said it shouldn't be used for this. When you've got the former CEO or vice president of Pfizer that's come out and said you can't do this. You've got all these people. I'm sorry. I'm not going to listen to some reporter at the Clarion. I'm not. I am just. I refuse to.
0: Well, you know, when I confronted that reporter on her lie because she bold-faced lied to me.
1: Oh, yeah, about the...
0: She threw her the, editor under the bus. Oh. I only do what I'm told. My editor made me blow blah, blah, Dude, that blah. sounds
1: like shades of the SS. Yeah. And Germans in Germany. Like, we didn't know they were burning the Jewish people. Yeah. It just smelled funny once in a while. Yeah, you know, this was yeah. the
0: same the same news report that when I was working for Ron Gillum in, uh, in Juneau earlier this year yeah. as junior staff. And this is a big disclaimer. I don't work for Ron right now, so <laughs> this has no bearing on Ron because I'm not his employee. I haven't even seen him since I came back. Oh, that's not true. I saw him once at a Wednesday market. But, uh, you know, this reporter came to the town hall meeting he had during the regular session. She and a union representative for the uh, teachers union and one hippie guy in tie-dyed pants were the only people in the room wearing masks at that time. That was back in March I think mm. and she spun that meeting so hard and see the thing with Ron is that he doesn't mind talking to people mm. but if you're dishonest you get one chance and if you're dishonest you're done
1: mm.
0: it's one of the reasons he he won't go on with Dwayne Bannock
1: mm.
0: because Dwayne I've heard him say some positive things about me, but... He's
1: pretty negative about... The more
0: I listen to him, the less I like listening to him. Yeah, he's
1: pretty negative about Ron Gillum.
0: And you have to ask why. Yeah. Well, access is a two-way street. And I told that Clarion reporter that because she called and wanted some comments on something else at a later time. Yeah. And I said, what you don't understand is that you just burned basically the house down. That's not verbatim what I said, no. but that's, that's the gist. You burned the house down when you decided to write false news. Yeah. To make, to say something that wasn't there. Go ahead, give your opinion, but at least have an ounce of honesty yeah. and identify this part is our opinion Yeah. based on these other sources that we have gathered. That would be called investigative journalism but so you know um, I don't know we we just uh, I love the podcast um, if you're listening please 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 let other folks know about us we want to gain traction we'd love to have you on the podcast if you have uh, time and are interested in uh, sharing your thoughts you do have to be present I can't do anything on the phone at this point um, want to make some announcements. On September 18th, we tentatively have Mm. Mayor Charlie Pierce scheduled to come in and talk to us, which coincidentally will happen the day before the big protest. In the news with protests, we're also hearing that truckers across America are getting ready to... Shut their engines off to
1: join with the Australians. The the truckers in Australia are doing that. Congratulations! Oh, and you know what? That's another thing. Oh, really? Just let me interject because I love this. In France, they uh, require you to have a vaccination passport to go to a restaurant. So in Paris, I just love the French about some things. They're eating in the street outside the restaurants that are requiring these vaccination passports. So they're taking a pickle picnic lunch, and they're sitting on the sidewalk right outside these empty restaurants and there's a, if please <laughs> here's please, mud in your eye please please youtube it's on youtube and just do french restaurants you know you guys know how to do it and it's so joyous to see because it's not 20 people there's hundreds and hundreds of people in this one street so there's things we can do ladies and gentlemen there's things we can do
0: if you see people picketing yeah, if you them. see people raising their voices mm-hmm. join them mm-hmm. do it civilly don't get violent. Don't get nasty. No. Somebody gives you that one-finger wave. Just say thank you. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. You y- know. You know. And the just, other, just just pour sugar on them.
1: Yeah. Well, and the other thing, if there's if there's stores, and I hate to say this, and I don't want to say it, but we've got to get if say there's, it. There's stores that are requiring masks. Boycott them, please. I've been boycotting.
0: Because, I've been boycotting Saveymore. Yes, because since they acquired, would not allow me to yes. come in, I now I had a pocket constitution on me. Uh-huh. I pulled it out. I held it in front of my face. It was mm-hmm. an impermeable barrier.
1: Yeah, and they didn't.
0: And the woman said, I could not enter without a, ma- a but mask. The,
1: the, the crime with that is for for quite a few months, they were allowing people in without masks. And then they went back to it when we're not in a crisis anymore. Right. So whatever. So what this does is this creates um, hesitation in people. It creates anxiety because cause I know I went in there and they said, where's your mask, and I turned around and I went and I went. What did I miss?
0: I'll drive. I'll drive the extra three miles to go to Three Bears.
1: Yeah, Three Bears is three wonderful. Three Bears has have uh, been rock foods. stars. Country foods the whole time. You know, never required masks. There's
0: nothing wrong with somebody wanting to wear a mask. Yeah, the mandate is wrong. The
1: mandate, yeah, especially when there's no when there's no uh, science behind it, and there is not science behind masks.
0: Now I have a very effective mask here. Oh. No, it's a gas mask, and it's part of a it's it's part of a, a military you know biohazard kit.
1: I have one of those too.
0: Yeah, uh, now that works. Yeah, that's different. But I'll yeah. tell you what: if you ever put one of those things on yeah. and try to breathe or see or yeah. do anything, no, you can't. no it's you like can't. it's like wearing a sauna on your yeah. face, and then restricting your oxygen level to like sixty percent. Yeah, so you might as well have COVID. Yeah. Because you're going to asphyxiate, I can't even say it. Yeah, yeah. Say is it for me. It physically. No, no. Asphyxiate. Asphyxiate. Asfixi- See, as- you can't you know, say you, it. You can't say it. We're not
1: going to say that word. Can't <laughs> breathe. Can't breathe. We're going to stop breathing.
0: <laughs>
1: asphyxiate. So, but well, I think what Jason and I are, are saying is that, We've got to find a way forward. And the way forward is to realize the... uh, Actually, it's interesting. I have a thing I follow, uh, another blog I follow, and it's called The Healthy Skeptic. And he reports on medical issues in the state of Minnesota. He's got a consulting company. And he's been following what goes on in the state of Minnesota. And he said, the governor there has admitted this week that COVID is here to stay. Which is a shock because if you study what's been going in Minnesota, they've been one of the most locked down, masked up of states in, in in the union, and he's starting to acknowledge. And so this is what we've got to do. We, we as people who live did in anybody seriously
0: think COVID was going away? Uh,
1: the Australians and the New Zealanders did for a long time, and that's where their policies came from. They're no COVID. They actually thought if they could lock their borders and stop everything, it would go away. But honey sweethearts you know where it lives just google where do viruses live when it goes away and you can on, actually google it's on virus. earth well they do but they go to temperate places so it may disappear so if, if it lives in an animal if it's got an animal vector which is not here it'll go so a lot of them sort of kind of hang around in southeast asia which is where you get the bat the the chicken the the you know those that, that vector, and then people will get it, and then they'll travel. So, you either shut down travel and we never go anywhere again, and you kill all these animals that are vectors, and then COVID will disappear, but it still will be on the earth. We'll never, and what you've done in Australia and New Zealand is cre- they've created people that have no immunity whatsoever because they've locked each other down.
0: There's going to be some cheap real estate in Australia.
1: Well, no, they just are going to put each other, they're going to, Australia, they're going to put them in um, quarantine places. I
0: heard heard from somebody that uh, works at a salon Mm. that one of their customers that comes in there all the time got the jab and now her skin won't stop falling off.
1: Well no, that I, that
0: she's actually she's actually molting. She's like shedding skin all the time well, now and she can't moisturize it enough. No. And it, and it, none of that ever happened before she got the jab. N-
1: no, and and there've been people I've had shingles and So have I. It's Welcome sometimes to the club. well no. High five. High five. All right. But you know what <laughs> I don't want one to touch of the things hand. is it the the jab can encourage shingles to come back even <gasps>
0: worse. Another reason I'm not taking it. No,
1: and people, you need to do your research. Autoimmune, if you've got any type of an autoimmune Ill- illnesses, and there's like 150 or something of them, it can cause that to worsen. The, the information is out there. Nobody's talking about it.
0: So let's talk about information just real quick before we wrap up. Yes, sir. Go to the Ninja website. And when you go there, on the homepage at the top you'll see a menu bar four items to the right you'll see the membership bar uh... you go ahead or not bar but the word membership hover above that and you'll see three links that pop down now we haven't populated all these yet this is a work in progress but you'll see one that says conservative links click on that and a page comes up with a a, uh, a quote from Sung Tzu I really like, and I'm going to read it real quick. It says, The opportunity to secure ourselves against defeat lies in our own hands, but the opportunity of defeating the enemy is provided by the enemy himself. So information is power. And the enemy is propping up a lie. And every time they write something, they provide evidence of the lie Mm -hmm. they document the lie it's what killed the germans in the end germans and their their german efficiency of documenting everything their (laughs) bureaucracy i'll bet you there were more than a handful of them at the nuremberg trials going man dang it i wish i hadn't written that down you know but uh go ahead and you'll see four words read listen watch and discuss click the word read and you'll have suggested reading links and there are three columns one that says literature history and education one that says short witty wise and satirical and one that says current affairs and news and we have populated each of those columns with uh, about I guess 30 30 or so links that uh, you can go and click on to educate yourself so there's your reading assignment Check it out. Take a look at it. If you're feeling down, read the short, witty, wise, and satirical. If you want to know about conservatism and history, literature, history, and education is your column. And if you just want a convenient place to find a bunch of credible outlets for news, Current Affairs and News has a bunch of of, uh, links. So, you've been listening to the Amocan Social Club AmmoCan Coffee Social Club Conservative Hour of Power and Salon Enlightenment Salon Thank you for joining us again this week and mark your calendars for next week's podcast also the 18th when Charlie Pierce is our guest and then also if you're interested in joining, adding your voice to the many that are rising up against mandates, let us know and we'll give you more information about the events taking place on September 19th. Have a good weekend.